Welcome to Shitstarter, the most downloaded quiz show based on crowdfunding on the internet. I'm your host, Justin. Uh, today, we're joined by our contestants. The first, the man who doesn't understand the conflict between push to talk and clapping, Brian. Hi. I have a mental disability. Okay. Uh, the second contestant, the man who claps his heart out, Ray. Hello. And then our reigning champ and the third contestant, the man working on a dark, gritty reboot of clapping, Josh. Bottom. Oh, my God. It's like... <laughs> It's like the Batman director's here with us. All right, boys, how you doing today? Not too great. Excellent. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, so there's a couple of points I want to catch up on here. One, I'm going to point out that Josh keeps saying not too great, and I don't address it, and we're going to continue on. <laughs> uh, I first want to apologize uh, to Raymond. Raymond, uh, you were robbed last time of victory. I really felt that way, too. I know Josh won. I got a ton of uh, listener emails that saying they were pretty pissed about the injustice as well. I did, I did too. It was mostly talking about sex toy discounts for Black Friday. So to rectify the situation, Raymond, sorry, Josh, but going forward, uh, there's going to be a new point system. You still didn't win, Ray. Mm, that sounds fair to Josh me. Josh is still the winner. but uh, And then also, no, that's really it. Just no longer winner take all. It's going to be a ranked point system. I'm going to give you points based on, I guess, style and accuracy. We didn't vote for a ranked point system in mass. Got denied. Really? Yeah, question two. <laughs> Who the fuck says no to that? I don't know. My sister. She says it was too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> was the complication in voting yes or no? I, th- I or think the- it had to do with counting from one to three. Oy. Oh, buddy. You know, not a lot of voters can do that. Apparently counting one to three is also tough for Americans to do. Let's, uh, let's catch up on a couple things. Um, Raymond. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Besides our previous episode contest, you had another contest. Uh, yes, that was a weight loss challenge. Yeah, how did that go? I did lose. You assured everyone here that you definitely would win that by eating shitty at the beginning before the first weigh-in. You ate yes. really poorly. Correct. So you'd weigh more, so it'd be yeah. easier to lose but weight. But then I, I accidentally took a big poop that morning, and I just undid <laughs> all my work. Um, <laughs> So that was not helpful. You couldn't couldn't just suck it back in. I lo- I tried. I lost by point four, and I even did a salt water cleanse the day before, in which I drank two tablespoons of salt in, in eight ounces of water with a bunch of lemon juice. It took me about twenty minutes to put down because after the first half of it, I threw it up, and then I had to drink it again. Um, <laughs> and then I just shit my brains out all day long. So you lost. So now I, you have to fold laundry. Yeah. I did have to fold my laundry, yes. Is the next weigh-in this week? Every Friday. Every Friday is a weigh-in. This is in perpetuity. We'll, we'll catch up with you next week. I would like listeners to know I, I did get like a like a minor consolation BJ, but it was not to completion. Mm. A so. consolation mm. BJ, but not to completion. Yeah. Is there even a point then? No. <laughs> Just because it looks cool. <laughs> it felt okay. You know. Oh, man, this feels super good. I know I lost, but you know what? It's the thought that counts. It was literally like so- four seconds long. So you, you're competing against Jules? Yes, but I can't move because I won't stop re-injuring my ankle. I've done it twice within three weeks. You can't move for the the BJ? No, no, I can't move like around physically. Like I just went back to work today. Are but you? I'm, I'm slow. I'm, are I'm you just... doing a full FDR? You got a wheelchair with a blanket or <laughs> some those polio legs? Um, <laughs> I got a walking boot and I have a cane. Oh my god, you have an actual cane? Yeah, I'm I'm actually in pretty bad shape. Ah, oh, Christ! All right, that's our catch up. Anyone else have any any big news to catch up on? Well, Brian was just rubbing his nipples. Brian was rubbing no his visual medium. No visual, no visual medium. Josh, you know, don't draw attention to it. <laughs> we don't talk about visual medium. We don't talk about waveforms. The two things we've gotten feedback on from our consumers. From our consumer. Sorry, from our <laughs> consumer. Um. Oh, we did hit double digits on the views. Nice. I'll point that out too. Nice. So that was a while ago. 
Shut up, Josh. Four Nobody's, I'm cutting. I'm cutting. I'm cutting this out. I'm cutting you saying that out. Okay, let's get down to it. So, before we started, uh, Josh, previous winner, had determined the round order. So, of the three rounds, round one is going to start with Brian. It's going to go Brian, Josh, then Raymond, and we will rotate each round until everyone has had their day in court. Brian, you're up first for round one. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read some campaigns to you, and you're going to choose which one you want to use. Uh, uh, it's it's Pure Me, which is from last week. Conda Strap, Bird Buddy, or Solar Cow? I'm going to have to go with Solar Cow. I see. Is it just because that's the last one I said? No. If I say them in a different order, you're going to change your mind. If I say Solar Cow first and Bird Buddy last, are you going to change your mind? I want Conda Strap now. Okay. <laughs> final choice? I can't say final answer. I think Conda Strap. You're going Conda Strap. Conda Strap. All right, Brian. Conda strap. What is conda strap to you? So initially, I'm thinking something condoms, right? But I think I think it's more than that. I think it's condiments, right? So we're talking ketchup, mustard, mayo, salt. So I'm, I'm thinking it's for like your your fat ass on the go, right? Okay. So you, it's like a it's like a, a bondolier, right? So instead you got bullets or ammunitions or grenades in there, you got your salt cut, you got your your pepper, you got your ketchup and your mustard packets. And they're all easy access, maybe Velcro on and off, you know, food critic on the go kind of thing. So, so Conestrap to you is, we're gearing towards food critics. Is that yes. your, okay, that's I, your I would say audience. food critics slash professional fat ass. Professional fat ass. Well, so, I mean, you have to be a professional to invest in something like that. Well, f- food critics aren't the one making the food. Shouldn't it be geared more towards the chefs? I, I think I think Brian's saying it's a condiment strap. Now, that is an interesting thing, Josh, you've brought up, because you're thinking it's for the person making the food. Brian's saying it's the person eating the food, but it's interesting that a food critic would have a, a bandolier of condiments. So before they even eat the food, it's like, when, it's like when you make dinner for somebody, and you're like, here's the food I made for you, expertly crafted, and they go, oh, thanks, and they grab the salt and dump salt on it. Oh, God, before even trying it, I hate that. I do that. I do that. Mm, yeah, that makes yeah. sense then that you you would like the conda strap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, c- it could be, realistically, it's for anybody who would need easy access to condiments like that. But I'm thinking, like, you know, like food critics could, you know, the, you, 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 your burger, you're like, you know what? It's a good burger, but let's see what it's like with some ketchup on it, you know? Right. So you're, or, or maybe you just like, maybe you're just, dri- you drive like your Uber Eats for a living, right? And they don't put the extra ketchup packs in the bag, right? You just tear a couple right off your fucking shirt, toss them in the bag. Dude, you're getting a $50 tip. For some ketchup packets. <laughs> so your conda strap, is it disposable then? Because you said tear a couple packets off. Like, do you buy yeah, one so I'm, that has I'm thinking pre- it's like a tactical belt, but it's got like Velcroed condiments attached to it. So you just tear them off as you need them. And gotcha. then, you, you know, you, they sell little Velcro strips maybe. You can attach new ones on. Sure. Or maybe it's got refillable pouches and you can just, you know, Squeezy, squeezy, but who knows? Who knows? You know. Uh, you got a tagline for Conda Strap? Ketchup when you need it most. But there are other condiments. But there are other condiments. Just, that's they, that's the whole tagline. Really, they really stre- they really stress ketchup. Ketchup when you need it most. Hey, but there are other condiments, and then that's the end of the the ketchup. That's line. the full tagline. Ketchup yeah. when you need it most, but there are other condiments. All right. Yes, yes. Josh, I believe you are second up here on the uh, on the order. So Conda Strap, what is Conda Strap uh, to you? It reminds me of. Uh... We, we had another strap question. I don't know if that was on episode zero or, or the first one, but I think it's just a strap. And the conda comes from anaconda. So maybe it's like a really, really long strap and it's uh, like a snake plushie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Attach it to your messenger bag. If you're big and tall, you can, it's uh, easier. You get a big strap. 
So essentially, Conda strap is it's a strap for any bag that you have, but you're like, oh shit, this strap is too fucking short. Let me buy a longer strap. And this is just, that's all this is, just strap. It's just strap. Shaped like a snake. Shaped. Snake plushie. It's a conversation starter. So. And one one of the stretch goals is it has Owen Wilson's face imprinted on its stomach. He was an anaconda. Yeah. I forgot. Was that, was it J-Lo and Owen Wilson? Yeah, and, uh, John Voight. John Voight. It's a great movie. Oh, and Machete's in it. Danny Trejo. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I called him Machete, but Danny Trejo, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard this name. I only know him as Machete. That's, that's his legal, that's his, that's his legal name. Yes, it is. Danny Trejo's a slave name. Uh, that's my pitch. <laughs> Tagline is, as, as, uh, is, big like, is big like Anaconda. Is <laughs> <laughs> big like Anaconda. All right, it's anaconda strap. It's just a big snake plushie strap with Owen Wilson's face on the belly, and it's big like anaconda. Raymond, conda strap. So I don't usually go there, but I was getting a sexual nature from this mm. one, and conda strap made me think of Wakanda. I think it's a big black strap on. Oh no. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can't say I didn't see this one coming. Yeah, no, for sure. Representing Wakanda, obviously, it has lots of tech in it. Um, oh, it's yeah. high tech. There's vibrating modes. It actually, you press a few buttons. It's programmable. There's an, a smartphone app for it. You can adjust size, color if you want, but it comes in black, and they really emphasize that it stays black. <laughs> Ribs will actually detract and retract if that's what you're into. Do, do they specify whether or not you will go back? <laughs> you usually don't <laughs> go back after. Yeah. Um, using the Wakanda strap. Retractable ribs. Yeah. But no, it's really nice. Um, but basically, yeah, it's just a high-tech strap-on. And they're claiming it's from Wakanda. But as we know, Wakanda would never release their technology to us like that. Well, no. They like to keep everything Wakanda forever. Exactly. So all the technology is in the actual dildo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big apparatus. There's plenty of uh, room to put motherboards and such and whatever you need How's to do. How's the strap-on tech? The strap itself? Or the tech in it? Like, is it, is it like a standard strap-on strap? Or did they... Is that upgraded too? Nope. Think of a truck strap. That's what it is. They didn't take any time with the strap. A truck they strap? They all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, like the actual strap itself that you're strapping into is just like a basic truck strap. Like the, the, the ratcheting ones? Yeah. Ratcheting. Thank it's you. It's a ratcheting strap for a uh, strap-on? <laughs> yeah. It just ratchets around your ass. But, but, the, <laughs> but, the, but the, strap, the strap on itself. Uh, full disclosure, I have no experience with strap-ons. Um, the ac- I don't um, think sure. they're ratchet straps, are they? Well, I, this one is. I wouldn't imagine. I don't know so. traditionally. I also don't have any experience, but sometimes they are. I've felt them. I've never seen them. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I understand. He's he's felt it, but he hasn't seen I get it. Surprise. Mm. I got it. Surprise pegs. But yeah, so that's... Uh, <laughs> Simon Pegg's younger that's brother. That's what I think the Conda strap is. All right. So the Conda strap to you is a Wakanda branded mm-hmm. strap on. Does yep. it say Wakanda forever on it anywhere? Uh, well, their tagline is... For a little bit of Wakanda in you. For a, what? A little bit of Wakanda in you. It sounded more French than Wakandan. I, I can't do accents. And it'd be wrong if he did the Wakanda accent. That's, yeah, that would be cultural appropriation. Also, who's to say Wakanda wasn't originally a French territory? Maybe. No one could know. The French do get around. I'm sure that's explored in the backstory somewhere in the comics. Wakanda was previously colonized. The French, but it's a French territory or a, a British colony or something? French Polynesia, probably. Brian, conda strap to you is a condiment strap. Ketchup when you when you need it most, but there are the condiments as a tagline. Josh, conda strap to you is a snake plush strap for bags. That's for big and tall boys. Yep. Or girls, big and tall girls too. And that's uh, it's big like anaconda. Yep. 
Raven, you took the blue approach here. The road less traveled. Uh, yep. Conda strap is a, a Wakanda themed strap on. A uh, little bit of Wakanda in you. Mm-hmm. That is correct. All right, Josh, you get a point for accuracy. Conda strap is a camera strap, part camera strap, part tripod. So it's basically a camera strap, and then the outer edges have almost like a gooseneck reticulated portion, so you can wrap it onto things and use it as a tripod. Cool. Someone took a strap and put goosenecks on either end of it. Mine had goosenecks. Well, mine had a gooseneck. You should have a gooseneck, I guess, technically. Actually, two points. Two points because you got it right. You got it basically right. You got it right. Two points to Josh. Brian, you get a point for bandolier creativity. Raymond? <laughs> Yeah, you get a point for the for Wakanda. I worked hard. Thank you. What? For so, Wakanda. Everyone gets a point. Josh gets two points. Uh, wait, do I win? Yeah, you win round one. Congratulations. Yes. All right, let's go into, uh, <clears throat> before we hit round two, any sponsors this week? Josh, got anything on the docket? Uh, God damn it. God damn it. Uh, sponsor this week is Harpoon IPA. Ah, that's a real, that's a real one. Employee owned. It'll get you fucked up. 6% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just reading a bottle of harpoon right now? Yeah. It that's says what it that? says on the side. It'll get it you does fucked not say up. That. No, it doesn't say that, but that's like two Budweiser's. That's two Bud Heavies. Yeah, have have you ever had Bud Mediums? What the fuck's a Bud Medium? You mix Bud Light and Budweiser. What the fuck are you talking about? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Anyway, uh, ju- just go to the liquor store and ask for some poon. They'll know what you want. Nobody do that. Disclaimer, disclaimer, nobody do that. I've heard success stories. Of asking for Poon at the liquor store and they just... Yeah, they get what you were looking for. Round two. Ray, what are you doing? Is that your vape? I'm changing the battery on my vape. I have two batteries and this handy-dandy battery charger. Jesus Christ, that thing looks like a fucking tank. Thank you. Do they have vapes that look like lightsabers? You know they do. I want one. You you fucking know they do. You know it's called Darth Vapor too. Oh, man. (laughs) That should have been our sponsor. (sighs) Go back, go back. Ready? Hold on. Ready? Do a second take. Ready? All right. Before we go to round two, we got any uh, sponsors in the dock here, Josh? Yeah. Our sponsor this week is the Darth Vapor for when you want a vape that looks like Darth, Darth Vader's lightsaber. Unrelated. All right. You going to take uh, Solar Cow, Pure Me, or Bird Buddy? I kind of don't want to take uh, Solar Cow because Brian was going to take that, so I feel like he has an idea what that is. Uh, you don't want to set him up for the win gotta be strategic about this but i have no idea what pure me could be bird buddy sounds like it'll be boring uh they don't make d3s do they hold on you roll a d6 no you roll a d6 oh yeah i got four so that's pure me pure me is a uh colon cleanse regimen kind of like uh echinacea or salt water what ray described except i don't think salt water would work that sounds like it just dehydrate you I pooped a lot. I mean, no one's disputing that. No one is disputing that you pooped a lot. I don't think I don't think it was the salt water that did it. <laughs> Probably wasn't the best way to go about cleaning out your pipes. No. This one has got it's got mineral oil in it to help you go. It's got echinacea, probiotic bacteria. You're gonna want to set aside three days. Wait for a long weekend. Fuck three days. Ooh, jeez. I mean, you're not gonna be very productive while you're on this regimen. This is a long-haul regimen. This is not like you're going in for a colonoscopy prep. No, but you're, you're going to come out of this feeling as clean as an angel. You're going to come out with 2010 vision. Uh, All of your anal fissures will be gone. Tagline for uh, Pure Me, the colon cleanse? Well, your all your health is connected to your colon health, right? The dentists don't want you to know that. You should be going to the colonoscopist more than the dentist. 
that's not that's not a butt doctor proctologist that's that's what i was looking for all roads that lead to rome in this case rome is your colon and your butthole it's like flossing for your butt you got a lot of taglines here yeah pick one on <laughs> boys in marketing we're working all night <laughs> Which one are we going with? It's, it's, it's flossing for your butt. Cleaner than an angel's butt. Cleaner than an angel's breath. Angels angels and demons. Uh, you guys remember when everyone was obsessed with angels and demons and the Da Vinci Code? Never seen it. I do, actually. Yeah. Dropped off a lot after angels and demons, didn't it? Did you say angles and demons? No, I didn't, you fuck. <laughs> I have a stuffy nose. Isn't that the math movie? Yeah. Angles and Diamonds, the Dustin Diamond biopic. But Angels and Demons came out before Da Vinci Code in in the books. What? And then because of the success of Da Vinci Code, they made they went back and made the first one. Hold on, was Angels and Demons a prequel to Da Vinci Code? Yeah. What? Wait, really? I don't think I've watched those movies knowing that was a prequel. I'm pretty stupid, so they didn't make much sense in the first place. I don't remember the plot. I just remember Woody was trying to like figure out why uh, Vision was flogging himself. This is this is all I got. This is my content for uh, Da Vinci Code. I, I don't know why I brought us here. I just know it's Paul Bettany and Tim Allen's younger brother. Isn't uh, Tom Hanks? Isn't the priest guy Doc Ock? No, the priest guy is no the priest guy. Oh wait, Alfred uh, Molina. Never mind. Paul Bettany was the boring. All right, all right. The fucking boring alarm's gone off. Thank you, Josh. So, Josh, pure me to you was a, a big old three day colon cleanse. Yeah. Cleaner than an angel was the tagline that I the most sticks out to me. I don't know. I'll take a vote, Brian Ray. Cleaner than an angel. Like flossing for your butt. Uh, I like cleaner than an angel. Much more marketable. How about cleaner than flossing an angel's butt? There we go. That's it. Josh, your tagline's been chosen for you. Great. Also comes with a small complimentary bottle of soft scrub. What's soft scrub? The uh, bleach paste that you use to clean your toilet. Oh, is that what it's called? Josh has never cleaned a toilet. Uh, Raymond, if we're not getting... No, we're not getting into a fucking toilet discussion, Raymond. You're not... I'm not letting you shame me on cleaning a toilet. I don't want to out you here. Oh, I've cleaned toilets. I don't want to out you here. I was hoping to wait until at least episode 10 to out you, but somebody in this this group of boys has definitely shit in a sink. Brian... And we'll Looking leave it there. You. Listeners, whoa, 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 listeners whoa, whoa, can make a decision. Whoa, 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 whoa. And in episode ten, I'll tell listeners who it was. You you decide. This is a choose your. This is a, a poo your own adventure. Make a straw poll on the Twitter. Uh, Raymond, pure me. Pure me is an on the go water bottle with a purifier. You can take water from anywhere. Rainwater streams your average sinks that you don't trust. Trust um, even toilet water, and it will purify it. It's that good. And it will purify it to make it drinkable. Uh, you can even pee in it. And that's it. Just, you know, a water bottle that purifies. Um, I want to unpack that because sure. I have a fundamental issue with any of these people who make water purifiers say you can drink stream water and it purifies it completely. And there's always that claim of you can drink your own pee with it. Would any of you guys do that? Hell yeah. If I was thirsty enough, yeah. <sighs> if I have... Uh... Yeah, like, you know. If it was either that or die, yes. Knowing it was pee? Fuck it, I'd do it as a party trick. I mean, uh. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> if if it was safe, you know. Is there an option to hook it directly to your cock and, like, funnel it up to your mouth? I can't stress enough how much I hate when Brian says the word cock. <laughs> Something about they it. They might sell, yeah. They, they might sell some gadgets for that. Okay. bothers me so much. Shakes me to my core. <laughs> Ray, what's the tagline for your pure me? Pure me. So pure you can drink yourself. Oh. That's pretty good. Oh. Remember that time Bear Grylls squeezed the water out of elephant shit and drank it? <laughs> you got to do what you have to do sometimes. If he had a pure me, he wouldn't have to do that. He could drink elephant piss if he had a pure me. I did not know he did that. Do you remember when Bear Grylls was kind of outed for having 
not really done the survival things the way he did it. Like he had his whole camera crew and everything. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do I remember. Do like that. he he crossed a river or something that immediately demanded like a fucking drink or something. Like he was like, oh, I want a scotch after this. Does this make it better or worse that he squoze sh- uh, water out of elephant shit, knowing full well? You mean squeezed? What did I say? Squoze? You said squoze. <laughs> I didn't say squoze, did I? You just said squoze. Hold on. Everyone stop talking. Squeezed. Squeezed? Good. Now I've got samples to use so I can go back and fix that. <laughs> Gaslight the <laughs> fuck out of you. Ha ha! I got you. I controlled the audio now, son. Yeah, have fun editing that. Squoze is a word, right? No. Why did I say squoze? Yeah, verb. An informal, non-standard... Oh. This is a formal conversation, motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> uh, apparently the most common of a number of dialectal variants of the past tense of squeeze. Is that a Bellingham thing? No, it's not. Bellingham <laughs> thing. Again, you guys always want to tell everyone where I live or where I'm from. Bellingham, what I Massachusetts. Do. Oh, boy. All right, Raven, thank you for your pure me. Water purifier, Brian. Save us. Oh, you think I'm going to save you? So when I hear pure me, right, I'm thinking, okay, so you know how you, you go and you buy a dog, right? And dogs have, like, there's different breeds of dogs, and sometimes you get them a little mixed. You know, like you got some, you got some retriever with your a mud blood, your lab. I do not. And something like in pure me is a solution to fix that. And so, no, technically, technically, you know, the boys in marketing and the you know HR department, it's technically only for animals, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, but it will remove all the uh, undesirable parts of whatever uh, you use it on. How? Like, it, does it edit the GNA, DNA? It does. It does. does- so hold it, on, hold on, clean take. <laughs> clean take. Does it edit the DNA? It it does, it does. It, what does it replace it with? Do they do the Jurassic Park frog DNA thing? So it takes that the more DNA. desirable samples of these things, you know, depending on what your definition of is. We have mm-hmm. our own. Uh, there's presets that you have to abide by. It, it takes a sample of you, right? It's like a Star Trek transporter, right? It scans you up and down, and it reassembles you at a different place after taking you apart. But it takes out all those things that, realistically, who doesn't want? There are so many ethical issues. I mean, it's only for animals, though. The ship of Theseus. If you deconstruct something and rebuild it, is it the same? But also, you say ethical issues, Josh, but realistically, if... Oh, no. No, I can't go down this. I can't go down this this rabbit hole. This is a bad bad train of thought. If you purify everyone, everyone's the same. Isn't that better? No, this is bad. No, it's very good if you... Uh... I mean, look at it this way. Do you know how much you have to pay for like a purebred dog of certain kinds, right? Imagine a lot, if you yeah. exactly. Imagine if you got you know one of those mutts, you know, right. but it had just a you little a bit of good dog, in it, right? But you made it into a good dog, and you take that little shitty part and you just you just wipe it off the planet, you know? It's not gonna be the same dog. I know, but you um, can I can I clarify just for an example for myself, mm-hmm. Brian? Yeah, sure. Okay, so for instance, I know you guys can't see him at home, and obviously, but so I have a dog named Copper. He is a Great Dane. Now, he's an okay Dane. I believe uh, they're from Germany mm-hmm. um, originally. He's are a purebred. Are you sure they're not from Denmark? Um, I'm pretty sure they're from Germany. Did anybody hear my okay Dane joke? Yeah, we all heard it. Fuck you. We just chose to ignore it. Oh, okay. So Copper, purebred <laughs> German blood. I oh, know they are perfect. German. But Banda, on the other hand, he's mixed. He's a bunch of different stuff thrown together. Right. Um, that would be unpure. So pure German and then unpure. Would you say anything else? Huh. <laughs> like in, in this scenario is what I'm just wondering. So on, obviously we would use the pure German dog as as the template. For this yeah. other dog, right? Oh, yeah. God. And we would take anything, 
it was even considered okay from Bandit. And we'd keep that. Mm-hmm. We'd keep that. Yeah. But the rest of it would have to go for Not the greater much great good. great Dane in him. If you know exactly. I mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if I'm getting this right, you guys would, and you filter the blood, which another, you know, you could call it the dog you, juice. You take a say. blood. So you get rid of you, all the juice. Blood sample to remake right. the dog. Because they got to, mm-hmm. you got the the kit's got to figure out what's in there. Right. So to purify the, the non German dog, you get rid of all the juice. All so of that eventually the juice, he'd be a yes. pure German dog. Exactly. Right. But we, keep in mind, mm-hmm. this is made only for animals. They can't stress that enough, that it's only animals you're supposed to do this Right, on. because they are animals. You're going to purify the animals into, right. into pure Right. I mean, German, you got to start somewhere, right? dogs. <laughs> okay, so everyone knows, everyone knows Brian's answer is wrong, right? We're everyone talking about dogs. fundamentally sees why Brian's answer is wrong. Me. I was hugging my dog the entire time, telling her not to worry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, your she dog looks is pretty good to me. She's Australian cattle dog and Portuguese pedango. She's got dingo blood in her. The fuck is a Portuguese pedango? It's a Portuguese hunting dog. They got big ears. What's the tagline for your pure me, Brian? Well, the tagline would be for a better tomorrow. That's exactly what I thought he was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh can get a point for predicting Brian's tagline. <laughs> Um, in fact, Josh, you're gonna get Brian's point for whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa. Brian. No, I'm I'm not giving you a goddamn thing for that one. Um, Pure Me is a gas mask you can wear every day. I, oh, that's I, pretty I, close to I what Ray said. Pretty close if you connect the dots a little. Uh, little fun fact. Um, your tagline in German would be "Ein Berseris Morgan." Ah, I don't know if you. I'll want keep to know that. I'll keep that in mind that just in case I need that. Why do you know that? Um, I could say that I just know weird German taglines because of Brian's heritage, uh, or I could have Googled it. Man, oh man, stay tuned next week when we have new contestants because the other <laughs> ones are in jail and part of an Aryan gang. Yes, the so, Asian, as that, that was part of an Aryan gang. I didn't gang. say all new contestants, did I? It's not, it was implied. <laughs> it was not implied. <laughs> it was not implied. Also, I mean, if we're, if we're getting serious about World War II discussions, I mean, <laughs> the person here really didn't know, whatever. Um, hey, buddy. But there was 9-11, <laughs> so there we go. Uh, let's see. They blocked our oil reserves. Josh's Pyramy <laughs> was a colon blow, essentially. Ray's Pyramy was the water purifier. And Brian's Pyramy was redacted. Oof. Let's I have a question see. for you. Yeah. If, if I fart in the pure meat, can I breathe that gas in? Huh. Crystal clear, light, comfortable, modular respirator to protect you against all threats. Eh? Against all threats? All threats. You could fart directly into pure meat. Actually, let me scroll through real quick. Scroll, 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 scroll. Uh, there's a video of here of someone sitting on someone's face and just ripping ass directly into it. <laughs> no, they're risen. And they are completely it, unfazed. Is it King Ass Ripper, a.k.a. Uh, Aryan Gross, <laughs> a.k.a. I fart in your face? 99.99% of residue filtered out. This... <laughs> yeah, sounds safe for farts. This looks really. <laughs> this looks pretty good. It's like a little bane. You mask. had me at silicone. All right, so Raymond, you're gonna get the two points on this one, just because. righteous. I mean, it's a purifier at the end of the day. You got a cool. purifier. I'll allow it. It had pure in the name. It, I don't know how else your mind all, could take anything else from that. They all had pure in the name, though. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you're gonna get a point. You get Brian's point. Well, okay. Uh, is there... we, we get we get takedown points. This, this <laughs> yeah. changes the dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I You're... didn't know this was a thing. I mean, all right, fine. I feel no slighted. Point. All right, no point for no point for uh, Brian. You get a creativity point. <sighs> Hell yeah! 
Ray, don't you ruin this for me. There. <laughs> Josh, you get you get the echinacea point, Josh, because you mentioned echinacea by name. That's That was the buzzword. That was the hidden word of the round was echinacea. Add in some ding, ding, ding sounds right about now. Price is right, noise is cue. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Thank you for creating the ding <laughs> sounds. All right. So going into round three, we've got Brian at two, Josh is at three, and Raymond's at three. Um, uh, word from our sponsor for between round two and three. Our sponsor today, Justin, is Grizzly Wintergreen. Do no, you, you guys sometimes can't, feel you guys kind can't of keep soft? using real brands. Do you not feel like oh. a real man around your manlier friends? Well, have you tried pinching a bear? Grizzly Wintergreen for real men who want real cancer. <laughs> you can't take real. Here, let me give you an example. Uh, our sponsor today is um, Pocket Knife Twist Tie. Terrible, terrible. Pocket, term. pocket knife, pocket knife twist tie for when you need to tie something together and cut cut a man. Justin, what you don't understand is Grizzly sends me five tins for every time I mention them on the show. No, Grizzly gives you five tins when you buy five tins. That's <laughs> that's. I wish that's the Grizzly guys, connection. Guys, there are definitely rules against advertising tobacco and alcohol. Oh, we have to cut well, all of that out. Wait, 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 wait. Ray, Ray never said advertises scotch all the time. Ray never said what Grizzly was, did he? No, I just said pinch a bear, and I mentioned cancer. I just pinched a bear. I heard that. Uh, okay, round three, Raymond, you're gonna take us home on this one. I got this. So round three. Solar cow? Solar cow. Or bird buddy? Solar cow. No one took that low-hanging bird buddy fruit, huh? Okay. It's just going to be that fucking parrot, robot parrot that talks to you, repeats what you say. No, it's not. Whatever. Bird buddy would get sexual, and I feel like I can only go sexual once per podcast. Oh, yeah, because of bird. God damn it, Josh. Raymond, solar cow, what is it? Uh, Solar cow is really greenhouse gas solution for greenhouse gas. They're going to put solar panels across all the cows in all <laughs> the mm. cow farming. I like it. And that's going to produce clean energy, and that way we won't have to use energy from burning fossil fuels. You know, it's going to help cut it down at least. Because, I mean, all their farts and stuff obviously are bad for the ozone layer. Obviously. And it's just kind of doing its part to try to counteract the energy hmm. um, and ozone that it's hurting. It's really simple. That that's actually sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah it's a vest. Not a bad idea, is it? It's a vest you just kind of drop in the cows, uh, three parts, one panel on the top, two on the side, and uh, it just harvests some extra energy. Um, there's a, so many cows in the U.S. that it uh, overall, when you add them up, it helps. Do you need the side panels, though? Um, you don't need them, but it helps. They're, Where's know, the energy stored, though? Yeah, that's a good uh, question. So the power is stored in the vest, and they have to be drained, essentially. So you plug the vest in at the end of every day, um, and it goes to a... Uh, giant power storage facility somewhere on the farm yeah so solar panels you just took them up to like a lithium uh battery or a capacitor board and then you can you can drain them somewhere else are we having a legitimate good idea right now I yeah so. i don't like this we 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 have tm by the way tm <laughs> <laughs> the four of us have come up with this legitimately good idea remember that one time when ray solved the uh power crisis the cow crisis podcast? yeah well the, you also mentioned a dildo from wakanda so um, <laughs> i think I, I i stand by it what's the tagline for solar cow uh solar cow i was gonna say for a better tomorrow but um <laughs> but, but, but then i was trying to remember, remember the german phrase for it <laughs> <laughs> to tie everything together 
Oh, yeah. um, solar cow for a cleaner future. I mean, that's okay. Brian, solar cow. So I, I thought about this a little. Solar cow. So I'm thinking, you know, milk, milk comes from cows, right? Sometimes. Most of the time. I mean, the good milk comes from cows. Well, well, whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> you asked Harrison about the good milk. <laughs> oh, okay. Harry's, Harry's got the good milk. Uh, so I'm thinking it, it's a new plant, right? It's a new genetically modified plant that creates milk instead of fruit. And so you put it in your windowsill, you put it outside, you have a whole farm full of these things. And really it's just, craving some plant milk right now? It's just it's just a whole bunch of little udders hanging off the vines. Udders, right. aka boobs. Do, do exactly. they drip naturally or do you have to, you have they to milk do, them? They do drip naturally, so you have to have a collection ready. Brian. It's like tapping a, a, a tree for, for honey. Or <laughs> tapping a tree for syrup. <laughs> The trees around Brian have honey because they have so many wasps around him. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's like drilling into a maple tree, except it's I a plant. I keep my bees in my bee tree. It, it, yeah, I get just... honey from my bee tree. Yes, yeah, so I mean, it's it's solar solar cow, so it's like it's like a cow, but it's not a cow. It's like a cow with a name in the commitment. Love you it. Got, you guys remember the sunflower with tits from Conquer's Bad for a Day? Nope. That's what I'm, that's what I'm imagining. No one else play that game? Hold on, I need to confirm that I'm there actually were tits it. in this flower, and Josh just wasn't like a twelve-year-old playing Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Like, oh my god, that's sexy flower. He's <laughs> <laughs> sitting in class drawing the flower with tits. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yeah. You had to help the bee form oh, the wow. flower. Oh wow. Is there a pre-register set on it? By the standard of graphics of the time, I suppose so. Look at the remake. Um, still not great looking. Yeah, you, you can't deny that they're tits, though. Brian, are you basically inventing soy milk? <laughs> He's reinventing soy. How milk. do I say this without being bad? It's for men, not not so you men. Created almond milk. No, almond milk also unacceptable in this case. It's it's different because it's still cow milk, right? There's cow genetics in the plant. It looks it's it, it's it's colored like a cow. It's white. It's got black spots on it. Yeah, I believe that's called calico. You made cow flowers. Yes, but they have big old titties coming off from the chicken milk. Cow cauliflowers. They could they couldn't use that name? The French. A little close to cauliflower. If we already have this technology, aren't there better applications for it? If we can turn cows into plants. Better's debatable though, right? I mean, at the end of the day, like you don't you don't necessarily do something because it's the right thing to do. You do it because you can do it. Exactly. And this is just where those two things happen to to combine, you know? That's capitalism, baby. You don't do it because it makes it better. You do it because you can. That's capitalism, baby. God bless America. Amen, brother. All right, so you made titty flowers. Uh, not me personally; these guys did. I'm not right. No, I, under- I understand. Yeah, I, I do have to. Yeah, we have to remember that too. Every time we talk about it, uh, these are not your ideas. This is what exactly the campaign. I've, I've is. just yeah. Right, so it absolves you from any right. evil things you exactly. said. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I would never think of doing anything like the things I've said. I'm a good old Christian boy. I, I can't do no wrong. Do you go to church? You're a proud boy. I'm a proud boy. Yes, yeah, sir. Right. Every uh yeah, every uh every decade or so. Yep. Even even with lockdown. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hey, the fact that Brian's answer wasn't every Sunday, it was every 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 church day. I'm there every <laughs> church day, the Lord's day. I used, I used to get in trouble with my grandparents. They would bring me to church on Saturdays and I would fall asleep. <laughs> Pop up would get really mad at me. Ooh, this is the, this is the segment of the podcast where it's Josh it's Josh Papa recaps. <laughs> it was the koi last time. <laughs> I could make a Twitter of shit my pop up says, and it'd be way better than shit my dad says. I never had a pop up. Tell us about your pop up's church goings. He always gave me a dollar to put into the basket that they passed around. And Good man. 
gave me a dollar to light the candles in the entryway. I is think... that is that a thing everyone does? Did your pop-up take you to a strip club, Josh? <laughs> no, he didn't. He did. My pop-up is a nice Catholic man. The Catholics have never done anything wrong, right? Yeah. He, uh, mm, well, <laughs> thanks, bo- thank, thanks, Boston Archdiocese. I was never baptized, so that I wasn't good enough to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> I was All right, impure. son. All right, son. Why don't you come over here real quick? Wait a second. Wait a second. You were <laughs> baptized, right? Oh, you weren't. Get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. What? We didn't go to church in Michigan. <laughs> we're Rhode Islanders. Is that my mission? Is that my Michigan voice? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, what does a Michigander sound like? <clears throat> oh, hey, old crap. Oh. Well, hey, bud. Why don't you come over here behind the uh, behind the altar for a second, bud? Yeah. No, it was more like, hey, hey, come over here, hey. Come into my altar. Ooh. I was never molested. I wasn't good enough. Did Josh do his solar cow? No, Josh hasn't done solar cow yet. Solar cow is just a knickknack in the shape of a cow that you put on your lawn. It's a lawn ornament like a garden gnome, but it's got um, solar panels on the back, and at nighttime, the, the solar energy is discharged into light, so you got, you got little night lights around your garden. My mom has given me... Uh, I guess I'm kind of cheating here. My mom has given... Uh, me and my sister, Solar Monkeys. These are little monkey knickknacks that we put <laughs> in our garden that have solar panels and they emit light at, at night. So this is just a spinoff. This is the Joey to Solar Monkeys. Right. Part of the monkey lights up. The penis. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought it was like a baboon butt. Type no, thing. I don't remember what part lights up. Okay, what's the tagline for your solar cow? My mom always gives me goofy knickknacks for no reason. It's really hurting my KonMari method. <laughs> oh, God. You can always tell. You can always tell as a recording <laughs> when the beer starts to hit Josh because by three quarters in <laughs> it devolves into Josh talking. His pop pop. <laughs> no, I was sober last time. That was sober October. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. <laughs> now you're doing no nuts. I just, November. I just like. No, I'm not even doing no nuts. Then you talked about you talked about plant boobies. It was an actual thing. On Conquer. <laughs> and I, I know like, it was. I like sharing stories about my pop-up. He's a cool guy. Okay, okay, okay. He's a little I'm homophobic, but maybe, maybe <laughs> cut that out. But what pop-up isn't? <laughs> what pop-up isn't? It's a different time. Tagline for Solar Cow. Um, move over, bitch. <laughs> I like it. All right, so um, Raymond's Solar Cow was solar panels for cows. By cows? Just for cows, okay. Um, for a cleaner future. Uh, Brian's solar cow was a ship. Brian, what was your solar cow? Oh, right. Brian's solar cow uh, was the the cow plants that give you cow milk from the the udders on the plant. Brian, was the tagline for your solar cow? I don't think I gave you one. Oh, there just wasn't one. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of painful to come up with a tagline for everyone. Uh, oh, is it tough? Oh, is it fucking hard coming up with a goddamn tagline? I got one for you right now. Ready? I can't believe it's not milk. I can't believe it's not milk. Boom, easy. Thank you, Brian, for doing the job you were given. I can't believe it's not milk because it. I was trying to help with the flow of the podcast as don't as executive worry, producer. Excuse me. Excuse me, fucking Lorne Michaels over here, trying to Lorne Michaels me. Uh, and Ray, uh, Josh, your solar cow was the the solar cow lawn ornament that gives you light at night. And it's a cow, and it's move over, bitch. Raymond gets <sighs> man. This is now. This is a tough one, Brian. Yes, master. Brian, I'm gonna give you a point only because you made Josh recount 
the flower tits and i feel like and conquers and i feel like conquers while well, i never played it he didn't make me do anything i did that for your benefit uh-huh he incepted you on that one there's no way brian could have gotten my head while i was sleeping he's all the way in minnesota yeah that's how inception works though. is he no Am they I? have to be together for inception to work they got to put the device up. Brian, quick, turn your turn your camera to the side and then show Josh's window and see oh, like fuck, you can see no, Josh. My pants aren't on. Oh no, it's Minnesota. You're right. Okay. Uh, so Brian gets a point for that. Brian, you're three points. Josh is technically the most correct on this one. Yes. Solar Cow is the world's first social project delivering real individual data of impact. Now I know I just read that out loud. It makes no fucking sense. Let me let me data. unpack this. It's collecting data on people. No 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 no. All right, so solar. Char- here, let me read one of the things that charge your phone on the go using solar milk. Wait, was hey, hey, talking hey. about solar milk? Solar milk. I mean, okay, Brian gets two points. It's just a fucking. It's just a battery bank that happens to have a light on the end and like a little thing you can stick it into to diffuse the light and use it as a flashlight. How? But flashlight. You can only use it as a flashlight. You can't use it to like charge your phone. I thought no, that's you, what you can't. Said. No, you can use it to charge your phone. How is that a Kickstarter project? That's something that, you, that there's literally a guide on Adafruit on how to build Hold something on, like that. Because when you buy it, this is it. When you buy it, they give one to a kid in Tanzania. It charges the Tanzanian's phone. No, it gives them a flashlight to use, and so they can avoid the lions. And it gives them a light so they can get to school. Yeah, it helps them get to school. I think it also. Uh, Why are they going to school at, at dark? Are they going to night school? Why are they going to school at all? I think they prefer my piss purifier. One in five kids are unable to attend school because they have to work to support their families. Where's Tanzania? They talk about having to take a six-hour round trip and pay 20 shillings to charge their phone. Like, there's charging shops there. And, like, you have to literally go from your house to a charging shop and pay to charge your phone. So this is a way of mitigating that so that they can, you know, go take one trip and then charge their power bank and then charge their phone, let's say, three times on a trip the solar milk thing i don't understand they call solar milk is electricity yeah it's that's also pretty close to what uh ray was saying except instead of cows it's tanzanian kids so you understand my my issues here so josh was right on the lights two points for josh ray was right on the on the the cows and the solar energy two points to ray so now we've got a problem here four points brian five points josh five points ray sounds now, like a draw sounds like a draw now, my point system here is supposed to stop this from happening, but sounds like we might have to do a tiebreaker again. I don't want to say this is a common trend, but uh, I also don't want to say that Brian keeps losing. Whoa, 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 whoa. I get some pretty good ideas out here. Oh, yeah. Recount one. Uh, Well, just for example, uh, the pure me. Wait, what, what was that your... Was an yeah, idea. no one remembers what it was. It was <laughs> dog, dog eugenics. I remember. No, I, I, I remember the first episode of the Hyperjuice, uh, Jess, and you were like... Uh, saying it was a good idea. Oh, yeah, Hyperjuice, yeah. And Josh did get it in one, though, was dog eugenics. Ah, we've got this problem again. Mm, some people are into that. That's why that's why breeders exist, and they fucking mate brothers and sisters. Do they do that? I don't know. Ray, you might know more about that than I do. About dog eugenics? Yeah. I am not extremely versed in that subject. Sure ne- neither am I. You know, it's, again, again, this is not, these aren't my, these aren't my products. It, it's to keep the bloodline pure, right? Pure blood. Exactly. And then, exactly. And but it, the, you know how English royalty did that? They fucked their sisters. Well, this is the modern equivalent of fucking your sister. So in Can we in, stop the, talking in the actual breeding world, it's actually pretty discouraged to have inbreeding because you get results like my purebred Great Dane here. Although he's cute and cuddly towards me, he will try to eat everything else. And <laughs> uh, I have heard dog experts speculate that he was probably not bred slash inbred very well. 
he's a he's a good Dane at best. Yeah, I hear with your low hanging fruit. Hey, buddy, I just how do I prove that I'm cool? I'm still trying to figure it's this one out. It's not cool to be desperate. You're a dad. It's over. You can't be cool now. Sorry. Christ. Okay. Um, I'm tempted to call this one. Uh, it's a tie right now between Josh and Ray. Oh. Hmm. You could uh, think of a number in your head, and whoever gets closest takes the extra point. Yeah, really phone it in, huh? I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 69. Is it 69? Holy shit. Uh, who said he could go first? <laughs> That's true. We, we didn't specify the rules. <laughs> it's Jeopardy rules. All right, Raymond, you got, you got the number right, so you get to go first. I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 420. Is it 420? Holy shit. It's not. Josh, your turn. <sighs> 1. Nope, Ray. 384. Nope. Josh? 210. Nope. Ray? I was thinking whoever's closest, you know. What? No, that's that seems like a cop-out. Can I go? Can I go? Yeah. Brian, go. Is it 69? <laughs> yeah! Oh, man. We're dumb. Holy shit. Brian gets one point. It's a three-way tie. Okay. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> that's what you idiots wanted. Great. We're going to have a 69 joke on here. Let's do a tiebreaker. Let's do check my credit score. We're going to do the pitch a bitch. Uh, I guess it's going to be between... So between Josh and Ray again, Brian and I are going to... No, didn't Brian just get a point? Yeah, you can't take that away from me. Rules are made up, points don't matter. This is, this is basically who line, who's I'm line. Just trying to, I'm trying to be fair, but the fair doesn't even matter. Okay, here we go. You guys are going to pitch Bird Buddy to me. I'm going to tell you what Bird Buddy is. Fuck, I hate Bird Buddy. Yeah, you fucking do. I'm going to read part of their tagline, and then you're going to pitch it to me. So Bird Buddy, it's a smart bird feeder, captures their photos, and organizes them in a beautiful collection. Go to the top of the order. Brian goes first, yeah. Bird buddy, are you too fucking lazy to sit in your window and take pictures of the birds that come to your feeder? Are you too tired to hold up the camera to the window for extended periods of time hoping that a bird may come? No, no. Technology is here and it's here to replace you. Bird buddy, we'll take the pictures so you don't have to. Okay. Clean. Okay. And then it's Josh's turn. And we have to wait for him to come back from peeing. You know what? Well, it's fine. Cut the audio. It doesn't matter, right? I could go to keep this even long. Oh, okay. I'll go. Yeah, do you want to wait for Josh then, right? Is this what you're telling me? Bird buddy, we'll watch the bird for you. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You wanted to keep the momentum going and you waited until Josh got back to say it? I had my headphones on. I could have heard you. I fucking know that. Yeah, Josh, what's Bird Buddy? I was unaware of that fact. Josh, go, Bird Buddy, go. Bird Buddy, this elegant bird feeder also includes a raspberry pie that will take pictures of birds that visit your feeder. With 8 gigabytes of RAM, gigabit Ethernet, USB 3, USB 2, micro HDMI ports, USB-C, power supply, more powerful processor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you reading the fucking Bird Buddy? No, I'm reading Raspberry Pi 4 specs. Fucking disqualified. What? Disqualified. Brian wins this one. I'm just trying to be accurate about Raspberry Pi 4. Disqualified. How? Not that I don't want to win, but Ray didn't get a chance to go. Ray, no, Ray, Ray said his. Ray, Ray, what'd you say? Bird buddy. We'll watch your bird we'll for you. We'll watch your bird for you. That was Ray's pitch. Ray's oh. pitch was a fucking tagline. Ray went into the boardroom, the board meeting. They said, all right, pitch us your thing. You gave a tagline. And you just stopped. And they said, that's it? That's that's all you've got is a tagline? You want to leave them wanting more, Justin, in that kind of world. Oh, my I know God. They have to. In it, they got to know something about I've it. I've done over several hundred pitches, and you want them to leave the table curious and thinking about it, so they have to sign up. You know, Ray is an expert in bird law, so it's. 
We cannot, we cannot keep quoting It's Always Sunny. The office is Bird Lob. Bird Lob Law. That's pretty good. That's a crossover. Pepe Sova. <laughs> Hold on. Brian, you win this one. Ooh. Brian wins it. Brian wins it with his bird pitch. I, I have the Raspberry Pi 4 specs written down my notebook. Why can't I use that? Why do you have the specs for Raspberry Pi 4 written in your notebook? Maybe I was going to buy one. Brian, sit. Is he been a flash sit us? Sit down, Brian. Take that bird out, Brian. Missy, your bird buddy. Yep. Uh, that's for the after show. Brian, you want to give us a pitch for your Kickstarter for this week? Since you All right, won? my Kickstarter this week is called... My Kickstarter this week, guys, is called Vape Be Gone. When your friends oh. bitch at you about vape noises in your podcast audio, use Vape Be Gone. Yeah, Vape Be Gone is just don't vape. Yeah. No, no. Some people, some people can't stop. It's not an addiction, they just can't stop. <laughs> It's a special pop filter for your vape that stops all those popping and cracking noises as such. Please don't vape. Uh, ah. God damn it. But with Vape Beyond, it sounds like this. You're just not vaping. You, you don't know that. Yeah, I was just away from the microphone. That's for those it, that- <laughs> we're done. Vape Beyond, <laughs> fuck out of here. Bye now. Everyone say goodbye. Goodbye. I need more vape juice. If you like the outro music, it's from Taking Flight by Tony Lustig Quintet. Ha <laughs> <laughs>